Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. How good is God to me? And uh, part of the mission and the reason that I have a radio show is to is to become a sharer, more and more of a sharer. You know, um, I used to hear my mother say it to me all the time, but God blesses you to become a blessing. And I think the more you understand that about yourself, I think the more blessings will flow your way. I think that once you understand the principle that, uh, you know, it, it, but it's kind of tied together with some other scriptures, and I'm not too knowledgeable about them, of course, as usual. But I do know what I've heard, you know. And, you know, if you look at something simple as do unto others as you would have them do unto you, uh, wouldn't you want somebody to help you if you needed help? I just know how to get it down there to where I've been able to understand it. If, if, if there's a scripture similar that it says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Or if that's, you know, in a prayer, would not you want somebody to help you if you needed help? You've heard you reap what you sow. Do you understand that if you sow discord, that discord is going to come your way? That if you hate, hate going to come your way. If you blog nothing but negative comments about people, your life will be filled with negativity. If all you do is talk about people, then guess what? Somebody got to turn that gun around and talk about you. 
See, it, it just stands to reason. So what I've learned in my life and through all the, the trials and tribulations that I've had is to take those lessons and share them with people in case you ain't heard it from somebody else. See, sometimes, and the reason it seems like I'm redundant at times, is which I am, is because I'm always trying to find a different way to say the same thing. Because it's a funny thing, man. You got to hear it a certain way for it to click with you. How many times have I heard a saying and then I heard it a different way that it clicked with me? You know, I've heard uh, this saying right here. Remember this now. Everybody's not happy for you. We've all heard that, right? Everybody's not happy for you. Well, that's very simple. That, I don't need no explanation. That simply means of all the people you know or do not know, when something happens to you and you're celebrating it, everybody's not going to join in on the celebration. That's all that is. But then you take it one step further. My father used to say something to me all the time. He said, son, everybody come with you, can't go with you. I didn't get that when I was 15. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. He said, you're going to lose some of these friends you got along the way. But I don't care where you get in life. Know this right here. Everybody can't go with you. If you are constantly trying to improve yourself, you constantly have to take assessment of the people around you. Because if you are going to continue to go and continue to grow, then guess what? You got to have people that's on the go and willing to grow. Or else, guess what? You're going to learn a valuable lesson. You know, the late uh, boxing promoter, Butch Lewis. I was talking with Butch Lewis one time. And uh, man, what a good brother, man. He said, every successful man is doing what I call, he got rope work to do. He got rope work to do. He got to put in work on rope. And I'm sitting there listening to Butch Lewis and all the money he had made and all the people's lives he had changed and all of the moves he was making and his and incredible skills as a negotiator on behalf of some very, very wealthy people. He was just an, an amazing man with no education, but he read everything. He Butch Lewis read all the, all the papers, all the periodicals. That brother knew everything. He said, uh, you got to put in rope. And I was sitting there listening. He said, here's the analogy, little brother. He said, you are on rope. There's a thick rope you have on no shirt. You have on some tattered clothes. You have on no shoes. Your shorts is cut off just below the knee, and they tatted. And you got dirt on you, and you're sweating. There's this huge, huge raw rope over your shoulder. There's burn marks on all of your shoulder. Connected to that rope is a wagon. That wagon has all your weight on it, all your responsibilities, all the people you're responsible for, all your children, your wife, your family members, your employees, your, your co-workers, your friends. They all on that wagon, man. They just sitting there. He's saying what you got to do is you got to pull that wagon up the hill. Now, only thing with it is can't nobody help you pull your wagon. You pull your wagon alone. He say, now, what you can do along the way of pulling your wagon is you can find yourself a good wife, a good woman. He say, now, what that woman does is she get down off the wagon. 
She fan you while you pull it. She put water on you while you pull it. She put stuff in your mouth while you pull it. She kick rocks out the way while you pull it. But she but she pull it for you. But she is equally as important as you are on the pull of the rope. He said, you hear me clearly now, young soldier. He said, nah, get this here. He said, it's people on your wagon that you're responsible for. But you want the people on your wagon to help you get your wagon to the top. So what you hope is that they got their foot hanging over the side, pushing. They got one leg over the back or maybe both legs over the back. Pushing. They got they might have their butt on the wagon, but they push it with both legs. They back facing your back. Maybe some of them facing you, but one of them got left leg hanging over trying to push. And you hope that all them people on the wagon you pulling is back there at least trying to help the wagon get to the top of the hill. Here go your problem though. Everybody ain't pushing. Everybody ain't pulling. Ain't everybody ain't pulling. Everybody ain't kicking rocks out the way. You got some people on your wagon that's just laying on the wagon, drinking lemonade, looking at you, talking about how long it's taking you to get your wagon up to the top, looking at you, talking about why this wagon's so slow. Then when you start picking up picking up speed, they want you to pull harder, you to pull faster, you to pull more. Then they want you to throw what you done earned on the way up the hill back to on the wagon so they can have more. But guess what? They ain't helping you get more. But they got a sense of entitlement that since you got more, they should have more. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. Sometimes you got to kick the people off the wagon that ain't pushing and pulling and say, hey, man, I'm sorry. I thought I could do this with you, and I thought you was going with me. But it's clear to me you ain't nothing but dead weight, and it ain't my responsibility to carry dead weight anymore. I have carried you as long as I have to carry you. You are no longer my responsibility. I am responsible for my family, my wife, my children. I'm not responsible for you. You got to get off my wagon because I'm a man on rope. I'm on a mission, baby. I'm pulling. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Uh, It's Monday morning. It's the beginning of a new week. But it's the same damn thing up in here. We finna turn up this volume, Woo-hoo! create this ignorance, and be bout it, bout it. <laughs> bout it, bout it. Doggone it, Shirley Strawberry. We lit, Steve, we lit. Oh, that sound. Oh, that, that, Shirley, that ain't you. Oh, that That's ain't you. That's why I said it. One more time, Shirley. We lit, Steve, we lit. Man, we lit. Oh, that what? was fun. That was fun. I Shirley, have to say that was fun. It's young people listening to this show going, uh-uh. We lit, baby, uh-uh. we lit. Uh-uh. <laughs> and they probably ain't even saying that no more. They say they it. Still say they it. Say they it. still say saying it. They still saying we lit. Yeah, they still say it. Hmm. <laughs> I'm scared to use modern day slang. I'm still going. I'm still doing, you know, what's happening. <laughs> what up, player? You yeah. know, that way yeah. I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know it's out of style, and all my talk is out of style. <laughs> <laughs> we lit. <laughs> Carla Pharrell. What's happening? We about that life. What's going on, bro? Yeah. Junior, you got one? Uh-uh. But I'm just going to say morning, huh? <laughs> Stay in my lane. Tommy, you got one? Lit, light, lit. I'm living my best life. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do this one still work? Turn up. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. one still work? Yeah. Ready for mine? Uh-huh. Okay, come, come on, on, Steve. 
What it is. <laughs> that is. What it is. What it y'all. is. What's, what's good? What's good? Yeah. That's another right. one. Yeah. What's really Everybody good? Everybody cool? Yeah. Uh huh. Yes, yeah. My man. We lit. My man. <laughs> Slapping five. <laughs> what is what it lit? Yeah, dig that. Dig that. Dig like that. Man. Saying lit. You may as well throw a right on in there, Steve. Right you on. I well. still say right on. Man, right on. I still say, hey, man, when I talk to my older brother, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's like talking to Marvin Gaye. In the 70s. Seriously, man. From I'm the talking to album. Hey, what's up, bro? What's happening with what's you, man? Yeah. What's up, man? That's Give me some of that alone. skin, man. Give me some skin, dog. That's five on the black hand side. You know what I'm saying? I keep it like that. That's all right, man. Right on. What's been going on with you, player? You still doing it, ain't you? You know pimping ain't easy, but somebody got to do cliche. it, and it might yeah. as well be me. <laughs> Hey dog. Yeah, what's up? What's up, Tommy? <laughs> one of my little girls, her, one of her friends at the house said, "Mr. Tommy, you lit." I said, "Baby, I said, baby, I don't, I don't, I don't smoke weed. I don't know what you talking about." <laughs> you offended? Me, she's yeah. looking at you, you like. Get out my house. <laughs> you said what? Yeah, she's looking at yeah. you like. That could like... be a drunk reference. Tommy. <laughs> oh God! Either way, I wasn't there. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know what lit meant. Yeah, especially in front of your kids. Friend. I know, but Man. you gotta stay fresh and hip, Tommy. You, we got younger kids too. You, you know. I'm you be trying. Hey, hey, hey! Let me tell you what I did one day in Atlanta. I came out of my office with my shirt open, and my kids' friends was in the house. Uh oh. Went to say, Dad, your shirt is open. I said, I live here. <laughs> <laughs> Tell all your little flat stomach-ass friends turn around and quit looking over here. But it's so funny, Steve. You're right, because we're at an age now where everything we do embarrasses our kids. Yeah. There's nothing that we can do oh, yes. that our, where our kids think we're cool. Nothing. All right, listen, coming up at 32 after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. We lit! We lit! <laughs> turn up! <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is when you realize you're not good at cheating. And it's when you get caught. As soon as you get caught, you go, I'm not good at this. You guys always get caught. Well, I wasn't good at, at it this time. I've never been good at it. But this, this one time, uh-huh. yeah, cool. I'm at my place, you know, got my little place. It's all, you know, got fake fur all on the couch and everything. Got my little... Got my little Ooh, pictures sexy. on the wall, my seat, my albums. You know the album. Got the albums on the wall, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there chit chatting. You know, we we listen to some loofah, loofah, we listen to some loofah. All of a sudden, a brick comes through the window, right? What? <laughs> God, oh, he's saying right yeah. like this is normal. <laughs> with with his 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 it didn't have a note on it, so I didn't know who it was from. <laughs> It didn't have a Normally, if somebody throw a brick through your window, right, it's a note on it. It's a note. Yeah. A, and it was a nice side brick, right? Not a rock. I didn't say a rock. Uh, this uh, was a brick. A brick. So, yeah. I'm here to tell you nothing changes the mood in a room. <laughs> Like a brick. Like a brick coming through your window. Put all your little sexy fur and your albums and all that. Forget all that, right? I can hear, I can hear outside. I still didn't know who it was. Uh-huh. Bring your old ass out here. <laughs> you ain't go out there, though. You, no. you still hear loose. Rule number one. <laughs> never go outside. Uh-uh. You never go outside. And it killed, not only that you don't go outside, but it changed the mood of the inside. So I couldn't go outside, and I had nothing 
inside because what was, was inside naked? no i wasn't naked i wasn't naked okay. but what was inside left oh so she left because that changed the mood right there oh okay when you hear when you hear when you see a brick and then bring your old ass outside <laughs> But when you saw the brick, you had no idea. Oh, had, I kind of had, had an yeah. idea who yeah. do the brick, but uh-huh. the mood yeah. was changed. So that was, oh. that's my confession. All right. Wow. Junior? Yeah. <laughs> Junior. This, Junior this, I might well go and tell y'all this. <laughs> what this happened, is, Junior? This is something happened back in college. Uh-huh. And I lied to the fellas. Yeah. You know how you, your boy got a girl, then uh-huh. she got the friend? Uh-huh. And then, you know, they want you to talk to the friend. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, she, she wasn't attractive at all. <laughs> Now, I told him I didn't do nothing with the girl, and I did. And I actually did. I, you we, did? I did it. I took one for the league, not the team. <laughs> <laughs> took this for the <laughs> league. <laughs> Telling you it was the most craziest thing, Jay, because she had this thing where she just kept looking at me. Uh-huh. Like, say something. <laughs> Give me some encouragement. How am I doing? You know, just, just, just keep looking at me. Your eyes wide open and it's breathing in this room. It's, it's like five people in here. And my boy like, man, did you do that? I said, uh-uh, I ain't do nothing. I ain't want nobody to know. But you did it. But I did it. I you did do that. Told. You know she told. Oh, I know she was yeah, speaking. She told. She had, but, dog, it was like she kept breathing. <laughs> I said, say something. Quit looking at me. <laughs> the whole time. Man. I, I just, yeah, she told everyone. I might well just. <laughs> That's just your confession. Hey, Z, man, I did it, dog. So you'll know, man. I did. Mine ain't that bad. You're not that bad? I, no. Mine Uh-oh. ain't that bad. I, I was young, man. I was about, <laughs> about, about 22. Uh-huh. And, uh. So I started dating this girl that worked at Ford. Uh-huh. Bad move. Very bad move. I, I didn't think so at the time. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't care. <laughs> no, I'm probably about 21. Yeah. 21. So I finally took a, a long time, got her to go out to dinner with me. Went to this restaurant up on Northfield by the uh, horse track called uh, Brown Derby. Oh, okay. So we walk into Brown Derby. I got my little Pierre Cardin suit on, everything. We sit down at the table. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, man, big, thick knot. Fly. Got my little fro and everything. Mm-hmm. You know how you feel somebody standing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, it was kind of dimly lit in there. Mm-hmm. So when the, my eyes adjusted, mm-hmm. I look, and the other girl I'm dating <laughs> is in there uh-huh. with her mama. <laughs> Having dinner. And she just staring at me. Looking at you, right? I'm talking about man upside my head. Her mama back to me. Uh Now, I'd have been over that house, man. (laughs) Bunch of times. Was this your girl? 30 times. That was your girl. So they know you. Yeah, they know you. Yeah, that was your girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah. She's staring at me. Uh-huh. So far, I pick her out through the, I look across through these little vase with the flowers in it. <laughs> dog, you'd have thought I was in the jungle somewhere. I look around and we made eye contact. I jerked my head so I wouldn't look at her no more. I sat there, man, I didn't know what to do, man. I'm young, I'm trying to work this out. Right. <laughs> so I said, man, I gotta do something. So I got up. Mm-hmm. She looked dead at me as soon as I got up and walked towards the bathroom. Here she come. 
Oh, oh no. So when I got ready to make the left uh-huh. to turn into the bathroom, I just kind of peeked back to see if she was there with her mama. She was halfway across the restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I ain't make the left. <laughs> you, you left, huh? You Went toe. straight on out there. <laughs> <You hit the toe. laughs> now, my car, <laughs> I parked a long way from the restaurant because the restaurant was crowded. Uh-huh. So I'm on the other end. So I walked out the restaurant and just walked to the corner and crossed the street. <laughs> All I hear is Steve. <laughs> oh, Steve. Oh, God. Act like I ain't here. You didn't hear. You, you didn't, didn't hear. hear. You didn't hear. I walked off. Now, guess what I did? Okay, what uh, did you think do? Think I went back to get the car? What? You watched. bus home. Oh. <laughs> All right, more of this crazy ignorance show. Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? The sex is too loud. <laughs> loud? Tone it the down. sex is too loud. <laughs> Hello? Oh, the been sex there. Been there. is too loud. Been there. Been there. Let's go, cat dog. <laughs> sex is too loud. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to read... Uh, Cedric, Cedric. Uh, you have the wrong number. This is his wife, though. Can I help you? Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm calling you from the front desk here at the uh, at the Hilton Hotel, and I've called the the room a few times, and you guys you guys haven't answered. So we actually uh, went a little further and got the number that's connected with the credit card. And uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be calling your number like this, but the people are complaining about you guys on the floor. That you guys are staying on, and they're saying that the oh. sex is too the sex is too loud coming from I'm you all's room. Wait, wait a minute. What'd you say? The people on you all's floor are saying that the sex is too loud coming from you and your husband's room. Wait, what the f- is going on here? I am at home, and that mother f- is out of town. So, what are you saying to me? Uh, can I, can I, can I get you to hold on for a second? Sure. Some bull. That's- that's his, that's his, this is his wife on the phone right now. But she said she's at home. That's what she's telling me. She's telling me she's at home. But she's not upstairs. No. She's not upstairs. Evidently in a different city. What am I supposed to say to her? Okay. Okay, hang on. Uh, ma'am? Yes? Okay, well, I'm sorry. What's your name again? Dominique. Okay, Dominique. Uh, look, you know what? We won't worry about it. We'll we'll fix it. What, do, what um, the do you mean? Don't worry about it. You just called me to tell me that basically, my husband is having sex with someone at the hotel, and now you're acting like I'm just supposed to act like this didn't happen. Hello. Yeah, yeah. And it, I did it, hear it, you talking in the background. You heard who? I heard you. Okay, hold, hold on, hold on. Can you hold on again, please? <laughs> Uh, where are you at? Which is this? Which hotel is this? Look, just hold, hold, hold on for a second, man. I didn't hit the mute button. I didn't hit the hold button. No, she heard everything we was talking about. I don't know. What am I supposed to say to him? The guy won't answer the phone, and it's noise coming from the room all day. All right. Hello? 
Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, Dominique, Miss uh, Dominique, I want to apologize. We thought we were calling. Uh, the apology that is not going to do it. I can solve the problem for you. What's your address? Tell me your address. Uh, I'm I'm not at liberty to, to give that information. This is some bull. Some real bull. Can you put your manager on the phone or something? Um, I mean, my manager's actually in a meeting right now. I don't. Ms. Dominique, I just want to say I I I just I, I truly apologize. I I mean I thought I was calling the person that was in the room. I'm I'm really really you know sorry. What? I don't know what to say. There is nothing to say unless you're going to give me your address right now, so I could be on my way over there. Uh, what city are you in? Don't worry about where I'm at. I can get to you and his. Ass. You know what? I'm going to call this mother myself, and he better wait, 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 my wait. call. Oh, okay, wait a minute. I can though. solve this... your whole situation. Okay, but I'm hang calling on, his ass. Right now. Okay, but will you wait? Because you're going to mess around. I'm going to lose my job. If I don't give goes... a f about your job right now. Bro, you told me that my husband is f some other b in your hotel. Do you think I care? So what's your address so I could be on my way? Okay, okay, okay. My, 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 Actually, my... let me just call him. No, 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 no. My, my manager my manager coming now. My manager's Oh, coming. now your manager is available. How convenient. Okay. So my I manager talked. I don't want to talk to your manager. Okay. I thought you wanted to talk to the manager. I'm pissed off right now. So either you're going to give me your address. Can I put, this is my manager, Tommy. Can I put Tommy on the phone? Sure. Hey, Dominique. Yes. This is Tommy. Okay, Tommy. What's going on? Uh, Your worker called me to tell me that my husband was having sex in your hotel too loud. And I asked him his address, and he won't give it to me. And I'm on my way down there, and I'm about to call my husband since he won't answer your call. And I did hear him talking to you in the background. Okay. Well, did you hear who he was talking to? No, I didn't. Okay. He was talking to me, but do you know who I am? No, I don't. And I don't really care. But do you know Tommy at all? Do I know Tommy? No. Do you know Tommy? No. Okay. Do you know nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know Are him? Are you <laughs> kidding? You asshole. How dare you? That's messed uh, up, Tommy. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm not your friend right now, Tommy. And I don't like you anymore. I just want you to know uh, Oh, come on, Tommy. Come on. Come that on. ain't funny. <laughs> it's not funny, Tommy. It's really not. Okay. All right. I don't want to get off the phone and we're on bad terms now. We got to get back. We got to be on good terms when we get off the phone. Okay? Come on, mm. Dominique. Laugh, laugh with me, baby, please. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if you'd be laughing if somebody called you with this. But okay. I would. Fine. I would. <laughs> you have a sister. Your sister's name is Lydia. Am I right? Yes. Lydia is who got me to prank phone call you, baby. Oh, my. <laughs> Okay, it's it's really going down now. I got something for you and her. Don't let me see you in the streets, Tommy. Okay, let me ask you this, though. Before you go, at least give me this. What's the baddest radio show in the land? Come on, 2020, let me ask. You know, Steve Harvey and nephew Tommy. You know what, Tommy? You used to be my favorite. But now, I'm rolling with Steve. You could kiss my ass. Oh, come on. <laughs> the sex is too loud, y'all. That's all I oh wanted to get across. Lord. You know, I just want to let you know, Ooh, baby girl.
you're the sex too loud. That's all. I'm you and your husband knock it off. I've never said this before, but you need to die mm. for this one. This oh, my God. Oh, my God. be taken out. Yes, yes. The sex is too loud. Just bring it down, son. That's all I want. They're just in there. I will put it on you. Oh, my God. Yeah. You ain't you ain't upstairs. The sex is too loud. Oh, you not upstairs? Oh, oh. Tell me, I have to give it to you though. But your 2020 yeah, pranks have been fired. 2020, baby, I'm coming at you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're doing it in the two-two, man. Uh-huh. You are. You are doing it in the, in the two-two. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, this is according to Business Journal. This is a new survey that finds that a lot of employees would rather have more vacation rather than a pay raise. Really? Oh, yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah, if given the choice, 41% of people would actually rather have more paid vacation time than a pay raise. Hell yeah. Hell While yeah, we're man. always... Who take that? Yeah, we're always hearing about U.S. employees not using up all their paid vacation each year. It seems like a lot of folks really do want more time off. In fact, a new survey finds that if given the choice, 41% of the people would actually rather have more paid vacation than a paid raise. I that. can't say that enough. Yeah. Do you think you'd rather have more vacation time? Time or a pay raise. More vacation. I, yeah. What about you? I, I'm kind of on the fence with this one because I don't take a lot of vacation, which <laughs> is crazy. If you give me sick days, I'm taking them. I Every know. last one of them. Every last one I, of them. I don't take a lot of vacation. I really don't. You have I to never tell have. me I yeah. don't have them on damn day. <laughs> it ain't an option for me. You, you have to tell me yeah. I'm out of sick days yeah. and vacation yeah. days. Yeah. Because yeah. if you don't yeah. say nothing, I'm off. Yeah, I yeah. guarantee you I'm taking my sick days. Yeah. So I guess I would be, yeah, you, I'd you get, get a pay raise. <laughs> I guess I'd be that that person. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. instead no. of vacation days. Because I barely, rarely take the ones that I have. I'm supposed to be on vacation right now. I love you a lot, but something is really, really wrong with you but it is it is what and am i a workaholic well i think your bougieness uh, <laughs> won't allow you to be yeah i think i think your bougieness minute, i think your bougie bougieness borderlines and tips off into stupidity <laughs> oh, no you're calling me stupid no i didn't say you were stupid <laughs> he, he said tips off he i said i said you were bougie yeah and he but said tips if, off if your bougieness is overrunning you yeah and it tips over into <laughs> stupidity because why your ass won't take your vacation? Supposed to be on vacation now, right but you now. Still, he didn't take it. You're supposed to be on vacation I now. I put in for it, and I, I put in for it, and I'm here. Can I have your days? <laughs> no, <laughs> take my days, man. Uh, let, hey, let me tell you something. Okay, I, I need they help. They told me, Steve, uh-huh. you can take off from now on all of your jobs, and we'll just send you the check. Oh yeah, who wouldn't sign up for that? My ass is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm My doing ass that. Is gone. I'm <laughs> gone, 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 gone. Okay, let me ask you this question. Whatever your salary is, mm-hmm. if somebody gave you three years of your salary and gave it to you at one time, yeah. would you quit your job? No. <laughs> oh, hell no. 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 I got to be in here running the board. No. Pat, move over. <laughs> I got to have someone. I, I like coming yeah, to work. Yeah, I really but, like. I like yeah. having a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. I yeah. like having a purpose. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you gotta have something to do. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like. I like it. So, so let me ask you. <laughs> your salary. Yeah. Uh, your salary for three years. Oh hell yeah! Would if, you quit if all I got of your job? Salary, I'd take all yeah. Walk yeah. straight out of here. Yeah, well, that's a little different. <laughs> straight out of here and would not look back. And would not <laughs> three and years yourself. Go home and tell Marjorie, and she'd be all right with that decision. Yes. <laughs> so, baby, this is what we're gonna do. Well, you but, can 
could live off of it, I'm well, sure, for the rest, babe, for the rest babe, of the Let me life. tell you what we're going to do now. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. We're going to slow down. Mm-hmm. We're going to slow down. We're going to buy a couple things, and we're going to lock it down. Then I'm going to go back and get another show. <laughs> <laughs> but right now. But right now. We're going to slow it down. We're going on another trip. <laughs> In the words of Bobby V, we're going to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, let's get to the news. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. More than 1,100 former Justice Department lawyers have signed on to an online petition calling on the U.S. Attorney General William Barr to resign over his handling of the criminal case of Trump advisor Roger Stone. Uh, Roger Stone is supposed to be sentenced later on this week. Tickets for Kobe Bryant's memorial service next Monday in Los Angeles running for between $24 and 2 cents to $224. Those numbers, of course, in honor of the numbers worn by Kobe and his daughter. You can register for the celebration of life for Kobe and Gianna all day today till 10 p.m. Pacific time. The Lakers will be tell you who's selected. Let you'll be notified by me email, and then fans will give personal access codes, and they'll be allowed to buy their tickets on Wednesday. Starting starting at 10 a.m. again Pacific time. The nation honors the first president today. However, many of the black American community are remembering the first black commander-in-chief. We pay tribute to Barack Obama. I don't think the Bush administration understands what ordinary Americans are going through, but I do, and that's why I'm running for president of the United States of America. I ran to stand up for all those who have been invisible to their government for eight long years. Those are the reasons I ran for president, and those are the reasons I support Barack Obama for president. The work begins anew. The hope rises again, and the dream lives on. Who is Barack Obama? He says our troops in Afghanistan are... Don't you dare suggest that I'm less patriotic than you, or that I've got political motivations in taking the positions that I've taken. When I opposed this war, 70% of the country was in favor of it. Don't tell me I was doing it for politics. After I whip his, you know what, in this debate, we're going to be going out 24 The government did not answer the question about deregulation, did not answer the question of defending John McCain. I may not answer the questions the way that either the moderator or you want to hear, but I'm going to talk straight to the American people and let them know my track record. I wish Godspeed to the man who was my former opponent and will be my president. And I call on all Ladies of and gentlemen, the next first family of the United States of America. It's been a long time coming. But tonight, because of what we did on this day, in this election, at this defining moment, change has come to America. Thank you. God bless you. And may God bless the United States of America. Barack Hussein Obama, first African-American president of the United States. This is Ann Tripp. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, it is time for Truth Be Told. Yeah, um, you know what? We've all been there. We've all been at this one place where you got the one friend mm-hmm. that's in the relationship, but he act like he don't want it. What or do she mean? don't want it. Uh-huh. They all, all the stuff they talk about is how much they don't want the person. Yeah, this person here, this, this the person they don't want to be with no more. Oh, oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't want to be with this person no more. Every song come on, remind them of the person. Look, <laughs> I, 
I just want to let you know, dog. Dog, I don't even want to be your friend, be no more. Truth be told, because I ain't got time. I ain't miserable. Yeah. I ain't upset. Yeah, I ain't hurt behind nobody. Right now, we can't go eat nowhere because y'all. This was y'all's place. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we can't go. We can't go out no more because this is where y'all used to hang out at. <laughs> Dog, I'm just your friend. Yeah. I ain't finna spend six hours of my day every time I talk to you. Her name come up, man. Go back and get her, please, for the sake of both of us. Yeah. Now you got me calling her, asking what happened. Yeah. Why y'all ain't together no more? You're in it, Junior. Yeah, now I'm in the relationship because y'all can't get along no more. Please uh, tell me what is the problem? Because this is go, this is going on too long. Let me tell you what happened, Sharon. Mm-hmm. I come in the house. I walk in the room. Uh-huh. He in the room arguing harder than I can hear the TV. <laughs> now I can't hear the That's TV loud. no more. Uh huh. Because you in there? Well, go lead in. <laughs> we ain't got to be together. What you calling me for? Wow. Dog, I'm just going there and say, dog, everything all right? No, we cool, man. We know we just love. No, this ain't love. Love don't holler back at you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> this ain't love right here. That is right. Okay, I'm just saying, I don't want to be your friend no more. Just find somebody else. That's all you got. There's plenty of people out here. Mm-hmm. Just find somebody else. You ain't got to keep go through this back and forth. <laughs> now, this ain't this See, ain't even my relationship. Did, though, yeah. He messed around and then broke up with somebody he really cared about. Yeah. Now he miss them. Dudes do that all the time. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, just admit stupid. that. Yeah, just go on back. Go on, go back. Swallow your pride. You ain't got to be hard for me. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. You're not I'm in here trying to make a sandwich. I got to put the fork down because <laughs> I hear all this noise in here. <laughs> you in here. Then what you, you doing for? for yeah. Why you, why you calling me? Don't call no more. <laughs> then he hang up, call back. I'm sorry. I miss you. I need yeah. you. Then I walk yeah, in the room, dog. She ain't worth nothing. It ain't worth having. No, dog. Just calm down so I can hear the TV. That's all I'm trying to do. That's it, man. Matter of fact, we ain't got to be friends no more. Now she wonder why I'm calling her. I just want some peace in the house. Truth That's be told. It. Truth be told. Truth be told. All your don't stuff you? is the truth, too, yeah, Junior. Yeah, this stuff be happening. People be doing this all the time, and don't nobody pay attention to it. All right. Uh, We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, there is science that supports that kids with older parents, older parents kids now, older parents. especially fathers, especially the dads, mm. might be a little more socially awkward than kids with younger fathers. Mm, All right? I can see that. So here's the question. Uh, did you guys have parents that were much older than your friend's parents? Hell yeah, I do. And if the, and if you did, and if you did, Steve says you did. So how did that affect you, Steve, growing up? Did I, be, I was in a lot of fights about it. Really? What do you mean you got teased about it? Well, yeah, you know, I went to public school. Uh huh. With poor kids. Yeah. Who grandmama that? Hey man. Uh, one more time. So hold up, one more time. I told your ass who that is. I told you twice. <laughs> now, you gonna ask me one more time who grandmama that is? That's my, that, that my damn mama, dog. Nineteen. I'm exploding. Nineteen sixty-seven. I done told the dude. Uh huh. In 1968, another dude asked me uh-huh. who grandmama up is here to school. <laughs> that was the day after Martin Luther King funeral on TV. I jumped dead on his ass. <laughs> Mm. Forget all that peace and love stuff. Yeah, I ain't on that. Martin Luther King dead. I don't want to hear nothing about this piece. Wow. I'm whooping your ass. 
Yeah, I had yeah. old parents. Wow. No, my mom and them had me when they were 42, so. Oh, okay. So okay. do you think age matters when it comes to parenting then? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ain't you got nothing to talk about. Know. What you gonna talk about? You, you should have them when you're younger, you think. Yeah. Kids. That's my recommendation. If you can have them. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. What does that mean you don't have nothing to talk about? Well, I mean, the things that you want to relate to, these the older parents, they're much older. Yeah. So the millennials and, and yeah. younger want to talk about tech stuff. and Oh, yeah. Smart well, I'll give you an example. Okay. I don't care. for I like I love the grandkids when they come over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but run in the office, pow, pow, hug me, uh-huh. climb up on me, kiss me on the cheek. I love that, man. And then get out of here. But wait a minute, Steve. Okay, that would work if you were a much older uh, grandparent, but you're a normal age for a grandparent. But you don't want to be bothered. Yes, what are you talking about? Well, if I don't want to be bothered with the grandkids, why would I want some damn kids? You're not that old, Steve. Yeah, like it ain't the greatest thing happening in his life. I didn't say I was that old. I'm just saying... I don't, at this age, I don't care for my grandkids to visit. I'm with you. What the hell I look like with a baby of my own and can't send their ass home? You can only bring one at a time to my damn house. One at a time. You can't bring well, them all. How many grandkids you do you have? I got like 11. Oh. But you can't bring them all Ooh. one damn time. Who wants Wow. Die? And then my, you have you have a favorite, and everyone knows, and you make no bones about that, right? is my favorite, yes. And all the other grandkids know that? Oh, they know. They know how this go. They don't need yeah. me lying. They know how this go. And why? So you why acknowledge your favorite yes. grandkids in front of yeah, the other grandchildren? Yeah, she's my favorite. Right. This, that would, this, this cuts out all the mess of everybody guessing, well, who the favorite? Now they know. Well, Jay, does that cause a problem in the family or what? No, everybody know that Akira's the favorite. Uh, you Akira said her name. Can have. The rest of them, maybe you'll get it, maybe you won't. <laughs> yeah. But Akira can get it. Anything. Anything she wants. She's my favorite. Is she your first grandkid? Is that why? Your first grandchild? Uh, it's a long story, but I picked her as a favorite, and we just roll with that. And we, oh. we don't get yeah, into no good. fights about it. That's uh-huh. just How what do you it pick is. a favorite? You picked her as a favorite? How She's the favorite. Yes. How did you do that? Though? I'm... Look, my sister was the favorite of my mom. My mom didn't speak oh, to yeah. me until I was 13 years old. <laughs> she spoke to my sister. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I have a favorite grandchild, too. Oh, do See? you? Uh-uh. Yeah. You're not going to do it. No, <laughs> no really, I do. I know who it is. <laughs> No. But no, don't. No, no go ahead. Steve. No, no, please, no, really. please. No. I have a favorite grandchild. Is is Ezra? Uh huh. Oh, that's the baby that can't talk. Yeah, because he don't know yeah. me. Yeah, he can't talk. Yeah, because he don't, he don't know you. Yeah, he don't know me. He don't want nothing. He don't talk back. <laughs> he slob the all others. the time. He try to hold his big ass head up. <laughs> he so look cute. at me like he ain't never seen me. He uh-huh. smile <laughs> and he just slob. As soon as he see a bottle, his whole body goes into a convulsion. <laughs> It just straighten up and stiff it out. When he see a bottle, he de- 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 he just lock up. <laughs> All right, coming yeah. up next, it is the nephew, your favorite nephew, Steve, with a prank phone call for today right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Right now, it is the nephew here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Nev? Freedom Papers. Huh? Freedom Papers. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Domingo. Yeah, this is him speaking. 
Hi, Domingo. My name is Scott. I'm calling from FPI. Wanted to give you a call about actually uh, using our services. If I, I, I think you'll actually like it. The FPI would definitely like to get you on board. FBI, what, what is it? Uh, FBI is Freedom Papers Incorporated. Freedom Papers Incorporated. And what we do is we actually make sure you get freedom papers. Uh, you can purchase them from us. And what I can do is I can get you freedom papers for you and every individual at your home for roughly 800 bucks or under. What, what, what are freedom freedom papers? Well, actually, what this is, you, I mean, are you, are you familiar with, the, like, um, Say if you are uh, an alien uh, from another country and you need a you need a, a green card to be here, are you familiar with that? Yeah. Okay. So what what goes on with Freedom Papers Incorporated is when you sign and get Freedom Papers from us, what it does is it, uh, people who are African American, our papers let them know that you are actually a free person in this country. Oh, oh, oh! I've been free. I'm sorry. Ain't no slavery going on. What are you talking about? Freedom. Well, I'm free. Well, you 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 may be, but you have to actually show paperwork for that. When they when did they start it, sir? This is all over the news. You have to have freedom papers within the next six months. Every African American person is going to have to have freedom papers and and have them on on the you know. Uh, it's, it's like keeping a driver's license or a checkbook or something. You're going to have to have your freedom papers on you. Oh, that's some that's some that, that's some. I'm free. I'm not about to pay no money when I'm already free. Okay, but you're gonna, but sir, you're gonna need paperwork to show your freedom. And you don't? Do you have any freedom papers at this point right now? No, because I don't need freedom. I'm free, sir. I don't think you quite understand. Do you understand that you could possibly, if you're caught without your freedom papers, you could be taken into captive and actually have to work for so many years in order, and, and then later on you might get your freedom. But right now, right here, if you buy freedom papers from me, I can I can fix it where you don't go through that. You can actually get separated from your family, sir. I'm not going to buy, where are they going to send me to? Where are they going to deport me to Africa? I ain't never been there. No, no, you're not going to Africa. You could be actually here in the United States working on a, on a particular farm of, of, of with a lot of people who don't have their papers. If you haven't gotten this news, I do apologize, but within the next six months, you're going to need freedom papers. Who the, who the f are you anyway? Sir, like I said before, I'm Scott with FPI. I ain't heard no about no FPI. No, no, it's Sir, it's FPI. It's Freedom Papers Incorporated. I don't give a what it is. I'm not about to pay no no money to be free. Sir, you have to have paperwork on you to show that you are a free citizen of the United States. Hold hold. How do you get my number anyway? Sir, we have a list of numbers of people that we don't think have their freedom papers, and your name actually popped up here in our database. So Mingo you're not... Name pop up on okay, sir. I'm trying to, to get my number. Sir, we have a database here of people who we don't so think just... have their freedom papers. Your name is actually here. After talking to you, it seems like you don't have your freedom papers, and we want to make sure you get them. We're letting you know it's $200 per person to get these actual papers. So you telling me you got a database and you just calling black people all around the country? Well, no, sir. What we're doing is we're calling African Americans and letting them letting them know that they can actually uh, buy freedom papers from us, so they don't have to be if they if they if, if they ever get captured, then what can happen is is that they can show their papers and not have to deal with the problems that ain't come. Ain't nobody gonna buy that. We already free. You gonna have a whole bunch of runaway because we ain't paying.
I'm not paying They might, but I'm not paying Sir, you're going to have to have your freedom papers on you at all times. That's going to be the law within the next six months. So what I'm trying to Man, do is actually sell you freedom papers so you'll understand that you, you have everything that you need. You have your driver's license. You have your freedom papers and, and whatever else that you carry on you. You have you must be out your mind. Call me on my phone. This Sunday, what's wrong with you? Freedom papers, my I ain't getting Who Who are you? I'm, I'm, I'm Scott, sir. I'm an associate here at FPI. I ain't heard about that FPI. You just want a check from me? Think I'm about to send you some damn money? Y'all sir, kiss my Sir, sir, I understand you, but what you got to understand is within the next six months, you're going to need these papers. Well, they're going to have to catch my I ain't paying Okay, sir, don't you, don't you want to be free? I am free. Everybody's free. We got a black president. He's going to have to get freedom papers? I buy from you. Kiss my Sir, you're going to have to pay for these papers one way or the other, okay? I'm trying to – I gave you a call. I tried to be nice to you. I'm letting you know now. You're going to have to pay for your freedom. I'm not paying for – Sir, everyone will be captured if they do not have freedom papers. You. Tell you right now, come catch me. Sir, sir, you're going to get captured when you least expect it, sir. You're going to get captured when you least expect it. I'm going to be your Kunta Kente. Y'all don't have to catch me, but I ain't paying. I didn't look this up on the computer right now. I can't find a scam trying to get my money in. Are you on the computer? Yeah, I googled this. Okay, can I tell you one more thing? Can I can I get you to Google something else? What is it? Put in put in N E P H E W. All right. T O M M Y. All right, that's on nephew Tommy. <laughs> This is Nephew Tommy, man, for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Marissa, got me to prank phone call you. Man, <laughs> y'all had me. I'm about to say, it's free already. I'll be You about to get the I don't play that. As long as you all right, man. I got to ask you one more thing, though. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the lane? The Steve Harvey Morning Show with Nephew Tommy. <laughs> that was pretty good, I got to admit. That was pretty doggone good. Well, that dad is right there. Freedom papers. Freedom papers. Freedom papers. Don't get caught without them. Y'all better have these papers. Wow. <laughs> get ready, get ready, get ready, and land in the cut. Yeah. In March, baby. Your nephew, March 7th, Dothan, Alabama, and then March 14th, Montgomery, Alabama. Dothan, so, Alabama, um, straight off of 231. You going to Montgomery, you you can take a route straight over to 85. 85 to go to the Gump. Wow. So they got a side route, but it's a single lane highway. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. GPS. Uh, and thank you, nephew. Listen, we got the strawberry letter coming up next. We'll get into it uh, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now it is time for today's strawberry letter. Now, remember, if you need some advice on your relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and whatever else you might think of, uh, submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit Strawberry letter. Okay, so it's so very in? important. If I got a, you a, have if one? I have a sex issue, I can send that in. Well, I don't know if we can help you, okay. but um, none of us can. <laughs> <laughs> He's unhelpable, Steve. <laughs> <laughs>
Ain't, no, ain't nobody getting in that one. <laughs> I can't find good help nowadays. <laughs> Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, if I could roses one more time. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a wife and a mother with a great career. I love my husband. He is the best fr- he is my best friend and an amazing father. But sometimes I feel like he doesn't value me. Before we got married, I knew he wasn't very romantic and he didn't pay attention to details. Over the years, I realized that he does not get me. For example, I have never liked red roses and he knows this. But throughout our marriage, for every occasion, I get red roses. I've never complained about the roses because I feel like it's better than nothing. And I've told him my favorite flowers are lilies. When he brought me my engagement ring, he got the ring that best fit his budget and not the one I wanted. When we have sex, if anything new or exciting happens, I am always the one to initiate it. I've always had a high sex drive and I told him, but I guess he thinks I've changed. I've never denied him sex even though I only enjoy it occasionally. He seems bored a lot during sex and it takes the joy out of it for me. I am attractive and men notice me when I'm out. I don't play into it because I have no desire to cheat on my husband, but it feels good when other men notice me. I want my husband to enjoy spending time with me. I've talked to him about his attitude towards me, but he still falls short. But if I get red roses one more time, I'm going to flip out. What can I do to make my situation better? Please help me. Well, the letter isn't just about getting red roses. It's about a lot of things, but you kind of made it about red roses. It's about your husband not being very romantic. It's about your husband not listening to you. It's about your husband not paying attention to the details, like you say. Uh, It's about you not being happy in the bedroom when you guys are intimate. It's about a whole lot of stuff in this letter, (laughs) but you put it on the red roses. I mean, and that could be the catalyst for all the for all this stuff. You know, if he listened to you about the red roses, maybe he would listen to you about other things. It just sounds like, you know, he's not listening to you uh, and the way you make it sound, he just does whatever he wants to do. You also threw in here in here about you're attractive to other men and you don't want to cheat on your husband, so that's going through your mind. But um, you, because you said you feel good when other men notice you, you want your husband to enjoy spending time with you. It doesn't sound like he doesn't enjoy spending time with you. It just sounds like you guys have some communication issues going on here because you tell him one thing, he doesn't listen. Uh, you know, I mean, he is he does at least buy you roses. So if you tell him you like lilies, have you shown him the kind of lilies you like? Have you taken the time to tell him, okay, I don't like these, honey. Well, why don't we flip it up, you know, switch it up. Anything new and exciting in the bedroom, you have to initiate it. So it just sounds like everything is a problem, not just the red roses. I think you guys need to sit down and have a serious conversation because he's not listening. You're not getting through. Communication, I think, is your main problem. Steve? Here's the problem in this letter. It's very, very simple. And you said it at the outset, which made me not understand the rest of the letter. I feel like he doesn't value me. Before we got married, I knew he wasn't very romantic and he didn't pay attention to details. You knew it. You, he showed this to you. Before you got married, he didn't turn into this dude. He was that dude. 
you married him anyway, thinking you could change him probably like so many women do. But like the minister told me one thing, the only thing that changes the day after you get married is the appearance of your left hand third finger. Hmm. Now, he is the exact same thing that he has been. Over the years, I realized he does not pay attention to detail. For example, I have never liked ro- red roses, and he knows it. Yeah, but your problem is he do. He like red roses. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, red roses do something to him. Mm-hmm. He loves red roses. I always dreamed of giving a woman red roses. That's in his mind. So you're going to get these damn red roses. Whether you like them or not. <laughs> Hell, you don't. Who don't like red roses? They everywhere. They on the parade route. But throughout our marriage, for every occasion, I get red roses because he likes red roses. And he done decided a long time ago, this ain't about you, this about him. I've never complained about the roses because I feel like it's better than nothing. You got to say something. You can't be married to a fool like this and then don't tell him he a fool. I'm sure Miss Miles tells Tommy all the time, you a fool. What the hell? (laughs) What the hell? What are we doing? No. I'm pretty sure she says that to him. Tommy, you a fool. Because she know. Really, so Steve? This boy. Well, I'm just saying. If you're married to a fool, you don't never tell him that. You don't think Marjorie has said to me, why is your ass so crazy? You don't think she said that to me? Oh, oh, many Without times. A doubt. You don't think one of Jay's ex-wives have ever said to him, "What black ass don't need to be mad." You don't think they said that? All right, listen. Uh, hang on. You to don't that, think Steve. one of Junior's girlfriends ain't said, "You sick again?" Uh, <laughs> we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at twenty-three after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's get into it with uh, part two of your response to today's this, strawberry letter. This if woman, I if I get roses time. one more time, mm-hmm. you married a man that don't pay attention to detail. You know, you're sitting up in here, you're mad because he done bought you roses. Now I know Shirley was saying, you know how many women don't get nothing? Well, hell, if you're getting what you want, it's, if you're getting what you don't want, ain't that the same thing as nothing? <laughs> the same thing. Hell yeah, you might well not give me them flowers. I hate these damn flowers. They stank to me. He ain't coming in there with these red roses. Now, she's never liked red roses. She's never complained about the roses because I feel like it's better than nothing. Well, you should have complained. I've told him my favorite flowers are lilies. He may not even know what a lily said. And Shirley said it better. Buy the flowers and show him what you like. You're married to an ignorant person. <laughs> when he bought my engagement ring, he got me the ring that best fit the budget and not the one I wanted. When we have sex, if there's anything new or exciting to happen, I'm always the one to initiate it. I've always had a high sex drive and I told him, but I guess he thinks I've changed. I've never denied him sex, even though I only enjoy it occasionally. Mm. Oh, so now he ain't bringing it. Yeah. See, there was really wrong. There yeah. we go. I'm so many See, he I didn't notice this in the yeah. letter till I just read it. So Not problems. only is you coming in here with the wrong damn 
roses, mm -hmm. the wrong flowers. You bought me a ring I didn't like. I told you I had a high sex drive. Now you in here, and you ain't in here frying this bacon the way I like getting it fried. With these raggedy rolls. <laughs> I like my bacon well done. You in here leaving with all these raw edges on this bacon. I like my bacon extra crispy, and your ass is in here 30-second microwaving this bacon. <laughs> I don't want no Steve Harvey easy bacon. <laughs> really? That's I want good. my bacon fried on both sides long time. You can fry my bacon in two minutes. Two minutes ain't going to cut it in here. That's what's wrong. Ain't got a damn thing yeah. to do with flowers. It's, it's, everything is wrong in this life. He seems bored a lot during sex, and it mm -hmm. takes the joy out of him. He bored. Mm -hmm. He bored because he ain't doing nothing. Buying you roses. I ain't ever bored. You know why? Because I'm in here with tricks. Because <laughs> tricks ain't for kids. Not in this, not in the bedroom, man. Trick, tricks, tricks, that ain't, it ain't even a rabbit in here. You don't have a rabbit in there? Tricks is for grown-ups. <laughs> and I got plenty. <laughs> Mess around here. You in here You're doing up. things you never thought was doable. Put your knee up on this nice thing. <laughs> Hold right there. <laughs> the knee? Steve. The knee. Careful. <laughs> Put your knee in. Take that lampshade off that lamp. Hand it here. Watch this. <laughs> what? What? What you about to do with it? Take two corners up of that sheet off. Just take two corners <laughs> off. Watch this. Go on here. Put one hand on the window. Hold on. Hold on to the window. But pull the curtain back. That's too far back. Close the curtain just a little bit. All right, now stand right there. I'm going to go back over here by the door. Look at that hot light bulb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all yeah. stupid. <laughs> if you can unscrew that hot put light some of this, hey, hey, Put some of this hot baby oil on the bottom of my right foot. No, just your right foot? What? What about the left? Oh, well, I need that for traction. <laughs> <laughs> now, everybody ready? I don't know where we're going. Oh, see, we ain't, ain't nobody finna be bored up in here. Yeah. I have ideas. Bite down on this here. <laughs> what? Uh-oh. What is that? Now, anything. Don't worry about it. <laughs> now, Shirley, here's the one mistake you made in the letter. You said that she's attracted to other men. I think she stated that she no. well, I... feels good when other men notice mm -hmm. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. That she wants attention. Mm -hmm. I want my husband to enjoy spending time with me. I've talked to him about his attitude towards me, but he still falls short. That could be the problem, his height. Because that, that could be it right there. But he still falls short. That's he still falls short. If he's a little man, you ain't going to get all that. That's not what she's saying. I'm just saying just in case that that's what you No. But if I can get rid but if I get Red Rose one more damn time, on top of this ugly-ass ring I'm looking at, <laughs> and the fact that you ain't frying this bacon like I want to, bring them thorns. I'm going to take the roses, I'm going to flip them upside down, I'm going to push all them thorns up to where the sun don't shine. <laughs> Oh, no. Give me them roses one more time. I'm going to flip out what I have to do. Listen to me. You have to flip out. He's not getting these conversations you're having. Mm -hmm. You have to flip out because he don't listen, and it's about him. You the one in there making sex exciting. You got to flip out.
He ain't listening. You got snap, cracker, pop. You rice crispies with milk on it. Next time he bring them red roses in there, just at the top of your lungs. I don't want no MF. What? effing red effing roses. No effing more. What? 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 And start whipping him with the thorns. This is this has gotten violent. Yes, it has. It's real violent. Yes, it has. And he'd just walk out. It'd be rose petals all over the floor. He got cuts on his arm from them thorns. And you'd have cussed him out about them roses. Rose ass? Take that funky ass ring, ain't worth a damn. All right, guys, we got to get out of here. You can post your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM and check out our Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What's the biggest lie you ever told? Tommy started off. My oldest son, when uh-huh. he was younger, he wanted to go to PG 13 movie. Okay. I always knew it was going to be something that he didn't need to see. He didn't know, but I would tell him, hey, do you know what PG-13 means? He's like, no. I say, that means only 13 people can go in the movie. So when I when we would get there, I'd say, it's already 12 people in there. We can't go in there. It's too late. And he would be like, wow, we don't never get here in time enough to see any PG-13 movies. We're going to have to go see a G movie. We'd be all up in Lion King. We're not going to see PG. Your mama ain't finna be mad at me. PG-13 is what it is. All right, come on, Junior. What you got? What's the biggest Uh, lie you ever told? I need to make sure that my mama ain't listening. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, man. Uh Uh-huh. You know, Miss Alicia, listen. I was at football, 16 years old. Uh Uh-huh. And my mama let me take her truck to practice. And, you know, after practice, my boy get in the truck. We driving back. I took my mama a brand new blazer and backed it and got it stuck on the side and then it the whole left side on a school bus. Ah, oh, my boy said, man, I can't let you go back home with the truth. You got to say that bus backed into you. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Boy, he said, you can't walk in. Your mama bread. Uh-huh. He got this tag still on it. It ain't no license plate. Oh. Man, I walked in there. Mama said, what happened to that truck? And my boy just went to talking. We was just buttoning up our seatbelts. Next thing you know, a school bus hit us. Boy, my mama bought that for about two months. Uh-huh. She said, why you ain't getting no case? Uh-huh, right. I got the <laughs> biggest that. ass whooping I had ever received at 16. I, could, I was fast after that. Uh-huh. Oh, I was really fast. <laughs> All right, oh, come man. on, Steve. <laughs> The biggest lie you've ever told. Last one. What you got? So many. I have, he said, I have an endless pool to choose from. <laughs> I was uh, at Ball, my daddy's station wagon uh-huh. one time. I was taking this girl mm-hmm. uh, out on a date in my church choir. But I wanted to be with her in the car. So what I did was I stopped at the drugstore and bought some Pond's cold cream. That was a trick me and the fellas used to use back in the day. You put Pond's cold cream on the windows, it make it, you know, you can't see in the window. I put the Pond's cold cream on on the windows Uh before I got down Mm -hmm. there to pick her up. And when I went and picked her up and she came and got in the car, I'm in the station wagon. I backed out, I couldn't see a damn thing. And I hit my daddy's (laughs) uh, fender on the fence and tore the headlight out. Can't get cream off no window, boy. What? Yeah, yeah, you can get Why would you, you put yeah, the cream no, on? No, you can get Pond's cold cream off the window. You can't get it out the crack where the window meets the upholstery. Oh. That's where you can't. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's what gets. All right, thank you guys. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Have you guys written off relatives or your entire family because of what a person did because you're holding a grudge, Junior? Mm. <laughs> Me? Yeah, you. Hold grudges? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love my sister. <laughs> There's nothing wrong here. Everything Come is on, great. Come on, Junior, tell it to us. Uh, tell it to us, dog. Hell yeah, hold grudges. <laughs> holding one right now. What yeah. happened, Junior? Yeah, I love you, Dad. I really do. But uh -huh. your friend's probably going to call you in a minute. <laughs> now, I'm not going to be on there talking about you. Yeah. Don't, don't get know. in trouble. Henderson. Don't get yourself in trouble. How? I'm grown, Sharon. <laughs> I know. Okay, but, but I'm telling you, with grown my people time. Get in trouble. Yeah. No, Carla, with my time and money going into this, uh -oh. I should uh -oh. be able to say what I want to say if I'm helping a family member. Oh. Uh. Mm -hmm. Am I right or wrong, huh? Can you Hell say that? Hell yeah, you doggone right. Make it Come clear. Make it plain. Yeah, you know Make what I'm saying? Plain. So therefore, what it is. Yes, scared. I took my daddy truck back. Daddy. Woo! <laughs> Hell. <laughs> Bet your ass walking now, ain't you? Since <laughs> she gonna lie on me. Whoa, it just No, nah, nah, since she gonna lie on me. Yeah. yeah. On, took my daddy truck back. Yeah, sure did. There it is. Bet your phone ringing now. So if you, next thing you say gonna be the truth. Yeah. Yes, I changed the bank account. There it is. Yes. Let it out. Yeah. With, each, with no. each grudge, he gets hey. louder, though. Have yeah. you noticed yeah. that? Yeah. Let it out. Don't hold yeah. it in. Stop yes. encouraging him, Steve. No, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. No, I ain't paying the rent. Yeah. There it is. So, hey, I feel better. How about y'all? How long you been holding this, Junior? By three months. You've <laughs> been waiting on this question. So glad Carla put this in the show. What if they're gonna what if they hear you? Do you think I Come give on. a damn? Come on. <laughs> no, for real. I don't That's understand. That's what radio is for. Thank you, uh. This to be is, heard. You know what, uh? This is so rejuvenated. <laughs> I didn't even know. It's not rejuvenated. Man, I've been bogged it's down. It's called therapeutic, Julian. Uh, you having therapy. Man. Let it out. I do man. it all the time. Yeah. All these lies. No, I wouldn't come see my daddy. You'll know you're a damn lie, but I've been there. <laughs> yeah. But I'm here now, though. Right there. What has happened? Mm. I don't know. Y'all know That's what's going right. on, Shirley. Don't play crazy. Don't act. Get the ass, Junior. Don't act. <laughs> I just yeah. think I just didn't think you'd say it like this. What? On Why the I wouldn't live? say it? I, now, I couldn't wait for Carla to put this in the show. I, I've been waiting on this break. <laughs> Do you hold for how many months? Three. <laughs> say it, Junior. Let it out. Hell. Steve, you're not Yes. Helping. No, you, I ain't trying. Yes, you didn't helping. tell me you was taking this money. Uh-oh. Yes, well, no, I ain't say that. Uh-oh. Woo. Sure Woo, thank you, Lord. You know they're going you know to call you. Do you think I give yes. a damn time? Once us. again, call me. Call you us. ain't been calling. By time, call. I've been trying to talk. Ain't yeah. nobody want to talk. Let them call you like you call me. <laughs> calling is good. <laughs> times. Calling is good. Get it out, Jim. Yeah, calling is good. Yeah, so, anybody else? Uh, yeah. Well, uh -uh, I'm good. No, no I'm good. Can't nobody I'm good. Top uh -uh. Can't nobody top that. Well, I can take my shirt off. I'm free. <laughs> uh, can you give me some Ohio players? <laughs> I want to be free. I want to redemption free. <laughs> I won't have to listen to yeah. your lie. On that day, I'll be able to make up my own mind. Yes, I will. You did everything to mention names. <laughs> Soup, 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 so
And one day I'll be able to make up my own, my Tommy, I feel yes, so much better, man. Will. His eyes are closed and he's swaying shoot. back and forth right shoot. now. Yes. Yeah. Now the Lord then gave me the strength now. Come on, Lord. It's like you don't even care. It's like a new bird. Man, it was. Have you been baptized? Yeah. I want to be free. You see this food and got to the Yes, I have. He don't care. Yeah. I want to be free. You've encouraged this. Yes, I have. Listen to this. Thank you. I know. I want to be free. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for Ask Steve. All right, come on, Carla. You asked the first question. Let's go. All right, Steve. What was your last dream you remember? Really? My last, like, like dream. Dream of what I wanted to be? No, just your dream when you went to sleep. When you went to sleep. Everything ain't got to be deep. You overthink it. No, I had no dream. (laughs) My last dream. dream When you go to sleep, night, night, night. Your dream. Oh, I had, was last night. Okay, okay. And I, I, I got up in the middle of it because I'm grown, but I dreamed I was uh, urinating outside. <laughs> yeah. Got to get up. I got up right away because back when I was up. little, I didn't get up. Okay, I'll take you right. Back. Go ahead and overthink it. Go ahead and overthink it. <laughs> yeah, I caught <laughs> no, myself. That's good. Too, that's good. I caught myself. That was pretty good. All right, come on, Tommy. All right, I got one. I got mm. one. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what annoys Steve Harvey? Mm. What really annoys me yeah. is people who don't know what they're talking about, but steady commenting on it. <laughs> I can't stand that, man. Uh-huh. If, if, that annoys especially you. Okay. towards me. If you don't know me, man. <laughs> well, we knew that. Man, get your ass on somewhere. <laughs> All right. Fix your damn life. Quit trying to destroy mine. And the effort you put into destroying mine, uh-huh. you could spend that time fixing yours. You yeah. might have some. I could see how that would be annoying uh, and get on your nerves. Gets okay. on your last damn nerve. <laughs> Coming up next. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, it is time for Truth Be Told. Yeah, um, you know what? We've all been there. We've all been at this one place where you got the one friend mm-hmm. that's in the relationship, but he act like he don't want it what or do she mean? don't want it. Uh huh. They all all the stuff they talk about is how much they don't want the person. Yeah, this person here, this, this the person they don't want to be with no more. Oh, oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't want to be with the person no more. Every song come on, remind them of the person. Look, <laughs> I I just want to let you know, dog, dog. I don't even want to be your friend, be no more. Truth be told, because I ain't got time. I ain't miserable. Yeah. I ain't upset. Yeah. I ain't hurt behind nobody. Right. Now we can't go eat nowhere because y'all this was y'all's place. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we can't go we can't go out no more because this is where y'all used to hang out at. Dog, I'm just your friend. Yeah. I ain't finna spend six hours of my day every time I talk to you. Her name come up. Man, go back and get her. Please, for the sake of both of us. Yeah. Now you got me calling her asking what happened. Yeah. Why y'all ain't together no more? You're in it, Junior. Yeah, now I'm in the relationship because y'all can't get along no more. Please uh, tell me, what is the problem? Because this, go, this is going on too long. Let me tell you what happened, Sharon. Mm-hmm. I come in the house. I walk in the room. Uh-huh. He in the room arguing harder than I can hear the TV. Dang. Now, I can't hear the That's TV loud. no more. Uh-huh. 
Because you in there, we're going to lead in. <laughs> we ain't got to be together. What you calling me for? Wow. Dog, I'm just going there and say, dog, everything all right? No, we cool, man. You know, we just love. No, this ain't love. Love don't holler back at you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> this ain't love right here. That is right. Okay, I'm just saying, I don't want to be your friend no more. Just find somebody else. That's all you got. There's plenty of people out here. Mm-hmm. Just find somebody else. You ain't got to keep go through this back and forth. <laughs> now this ain't this she ain't even my relationship. Yeah, he messed around and then broke up with somebody he really cared about. Yeah. Now he miss her. Dudes do that all the time. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, just admit stupid. that. Yeah, just go on back. Go on, go back. Swallow your pride. You ain't got to be hard for me. I don't even care. <laughs> Yeah, you're not I'm in, in here trying to make a sandwich. I gotta put the fork down because <laughs> I hear all this noise in here. <laughs> you in here? Then what you, you doing for? for yeah. Why you Why you calling me? Don't call no more. Then he hang up. Call back. I'm sorry. I miss you. I need you. Yeah. Then I yeah, walk in the room, dog. She ain't worth nothing. Ain't worth having. No, dog. Just calm down so I can hear the TV. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> That's it, man. Matter of fact, we ain't got to be friends no more. <laughs> now, she wonder why I'm calling her. I just want some peace in the house. <laughs> truth That's be told. It. Truth be told. Truth be told. All your stuff is the truth, too, yeah, Junior. Yeah, stuff that be happening. People be doing this all the time. <laughs> and don't nobody pay attention to it. All right, so uh, we'll be back with our last break of the day and some closing remarks from our fearless leader, the one and only Mr. Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day on this Monday. Please take us home. Get us back to work with some good, juicy closing remarks. Hey, you know, um, I try to I try to be encouraging, you know, to people because um everybody wants to be successful, everybody wants to be happy. I've I've been at this for some time now. And I, I just like telling people some of the small valuable lessons that I've had to learn along the way. And you know, man, I used to get bummed out when when bad things happened to me. I mean, I really did. You know, look, I'm human. I'm like anybody else. You know, man, when, when I come under attack and I don't think it's justified, it used to bum me out. I mean, for like a week, three, four days. You know, I, I used to be really thrown off sometimes because I did not understand why the attack was coming. I didn't understand why. Maybe sometimes people couldn't understand where I was coming from. Maybe sometimes I just couldn't understand the level of hatred that are in some people. You know, sometimes, man, I would just go, hey, God, come on now. What, what is this about? I don't really deserve this, do I? I mean, am I really a bad person? You know what I was talking about. How are you letting this happen? But you got to understand something, man. Um, Everything that you're going through is preparing you for what you ask God for. Just know that. Everything you're going through, every single thing, is preparing you for what you ask God for or is preparing you for what God has for you. So what I ended up learning and what I do now is, like, you know, I still get bad news and it throw me, but it don't throw me for no days no more. Ain't no two days where I'm wallowing in nothing no more. You know, you throw me for a couple hours and, you know, I sleep on it and I start praying about it. I get myself together and then I'm ready to hit it tomorrow morning. You're not, you're not, you can't do anything to me to get me for days anymore because I understand what it is, man. And you know what it is? 
if you saw the size of the blessings that were coming, then you would understand the magnitude of the battle you are fighting. Do you understand that? If you saw the size of the blessing coming, you would understand the magnitude of the battle that you're fighting. See, man, you you got to get tested along the way. Ain't no, ain't no free rides. Ain't no free lunch. You know, ain't no free, you know, all this stuff. It's not going to be easy. You're going to be challenged. Because two things, sometimes God allows things to happen to you because he know you need the experience of it. And that's just the truth. Sorry. But God didn't come into your life to tell you that he was going to smooth everything out and you wasn't going to have no more worries. No, that's not what he said. He said he would give you the strength to handle it, the knowledge and the wisdom to endure, the ability to maintain. And that's exactly what he does. And I've been saying this for the past two weeks, but I can't stop saying it because it's really so good. And the reason you know that God said he would give you the strength to endure anything, that he would stand with you and make sure you got through it, whether you asked him for help or not, he's done that to you up until this point. Because like I've been saying for the past couple of weeks, Every rough day you've ever had, every day you thought you wasn't going to endure, if you look back on it, your track record for surviving bad days is 100%. And that's pretty good, everybody. You have survived 100% of all of your bad days. So guess what? Then that must mean his promises are true. That he said he promised to never leave you. Did he leave you when you got through them bad days? No. And he was there when most of us didn't even call on him. He was just there for us. So with that in mind, take everything that's happening to you with a grain of salt. Absorb it. Know that that's what it is. But know that on the other side, he's probably standing right there because he always has. And what you don't know is he's carrying you through most of it. He's holding you up. If you saw the size of the blessings that was coming, then you would understand the magnitude of the battle you fighting. Everybody is in a fight with something. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care what your title is. Everybody is in a battle with something. But on the other side, what's over there? You know, I think it was, I read a quote from Will Smith that said, the best things in life are on the other side of fear. You ever notice, man, that on the other side of fear is what's really waiting on you. What God really got for you is on the other side of fear. You just got to stop being afraid to jump. You got to stop being afraid to take a chance. You got to stop being afraid to go see. You got to stop being afraid to try something new. You got to stop being afraid to put something you value up for risk. It's the only way you're going to win in life. Got to take chances. Best things in life on the other side of fear. And last but not least, if you saw the size of the blessings that was coming your way, then you would understand the magnitude of the battle that you're fighting. All right, that's it.
Drop it, baby. Thank you. Go. There on you the go. flow. On the flow. Kerplunk. It's on the flow. Bam. <laughs> do it. In the words of BT Express, do it. Do it till you're satisfied. Whatever it is. Whatever, Whatever it is. is. <laughs> Whatever it is, boy. Yes. Y'all have a great weekend. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.